Hey everyone, welcome back to Disrupting Asia. I hope you're doing well and had a great week. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. And if you're new to Disrupting Asia, a very warm welcome. Every week, we are giving business advice and tips, as well interview Asia's brightest minds, rising entrepreneurs and disruptors. In case you haven't subscribed yet, we're on every major platform, including iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher. Okay, let's jump right in. In this episode, we talk about shifting your customers' thoughts. You see, way too often, whether you're a budding or a seasoned entrepreneur, we try to reinvent the wheel. And yes, that's also happening to successful serial entrepreneurs. We have this one particular idea for an app or for a product that gets us excited. And let's be honest, we picture how thousands or even millions of people benefiting from it, changing lives and making us rich along the way. And yes, while there are numerous companies out there that started just like that, getting insane traction, attention and traffic is more of an exception than the case. Well, obviously, media outlets, news sites and vlogs love to report about these particular unique stories rather than about those people that didn't try to reinvent the wheel or that came up with something completely new and unheard of. Yet, your chances of success are way higher if you really focus on your customer and their experience with your products and business rather than cracking your head around ideas that may or may not work. One classic example is the relationship between Blockbuster, a famous but now bankrupt video and DVD store chain in the United States, and Netflix, the world's number one site for streaming movies. You see, Blockbuster opened in the early 1980s and were immediately successful. So if you're old enough, you may still remember how video and DVD rental stores were set up. There were various sections, each representing one genre, like action movies, romantic movies and science fiction, for example. You would get the movie of your choice, buy some popcorn, chips and ice cream along the way, go home and have a great evening with your friends or your family, your spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend. Back to Blockbuster. The company opened its first store in 1984 in the US. After just short nine years, Blockbuster was already worth over $8 billion. And this was back in 1993. Four years later, in 1997, some company in the name of Netflix started and was only worth $50 million some three years later, in the year of 2000. Around the same time, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix for $50 million. Bear in mind that this would have been a steal for Blockbuster, given its sheer growth over the past decade and the aforementioned value. But guess what? Blockbuster refused the offer as it didn't believe in online streaming and that it would take over the way we consume movies about a decade later. They wholeheartedly believed that people would continue enjoying the experience of walking into a store and renting DVDs. Blockbuster strongly believed that nobody wanted to download a movie at home and watch it then. Well, the thing is just that over 100 million users disagreed with that though. And as of this week, Netflix is worth almost $150 billion. Oh, and by the way, Blockbuster went out of business in 2010 when it filed for bankruptcy, resulting in the closure of almost all of its stores. Just in the first three weeks of 2019, Netflix shares were up 35%. 35%. Now, what does it have to do with shifting thoughts or shifting habits? Netflix started offering the movie rentals as well, but they did so online. In other words, they made it more and faster and convenient to their customers to get a movie. One of several downsides video rental stores had was the limited availability of one specific movie. Best case scenario were maybe three to four copies, 
while very often only one to two were actually available. And accessing a movie online guarantees you 100% availability. Another point where the notorious late charges Blockbuster imposed on people that returned their DVDs too late. Believe it or not, but these late charges were actually one of their main money-making streams. Another example and somewhat similar is Jeff Bezos with Amazon. Jeff Bezos shifted our habits of buying books. While Amazon is now widely nicknamed the everything store, it started as an online bookstore. Also here, people didn't believe in the model in the mid-90s when Amazon started out. And that's why now even gigantic retailers like Walmart are afraid of Amazon. Instagram, for example, shifted the way we are looking at photos. Can you remember when the last time was when you were actually buying a photo album? And there are several more examples out there. I'm pretty sure you know a few as well. See, the key is to stop cracking your brain and to come up with the next big idea or the next big invention. Try to shift people's habit. Look at your products and customers. How can you shift their way of buying your products? How can you make that happen? And those who can do it will become the leaders of the industry like Netflix and Amazon because they started to shift someone's habit. And this also means that somebody can and probably will put Facebook out of business at some point or Amazon by shifting our thoughts and by shifting our habits. Because these companies will most likely say the same. There is no way that people will do this and go another way until somebody will actually start shifting their habits and will start doing it. And this can happen to a lot of big companies, as long as some innovator will start shifting our habits, shifting our thoughts. So think about that for a moment, if you want to bring your business to the next level. By the way, if you haven't subscribed yet, go and hit that subscribe button. The Disrupting Asia podcast can be found on every major platform, including iTunes, Spotify and Stitcher. Okay, guys, that's it for this week. Be awesome. And I see you on the next episode.